everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. There's some Grand Theft Auto going on right now. Bro, you seen that shit where they just walked up on in the, the restaurant? restaurant? And was, yeah, bro, that was goofy to me. Me and my wife keep it super low key, but I tell my wife when we go out to eat, I'm like, leave your. She got a big wedding ring. I'm like, leave that at the crib. I don't even want to. I feel you though, bro. You don't want unless you're gonna move around with security, and you don't want to do that. Well, every yeah. time you go out, a hundred percent. Feel me like that, bro. People are targets out here, and especially try me out here a couple times. You feel me? Like I ain't gonna lie, but that don't never work. You feel me? I be too on point. Like I'm from the same y'all trying to do. I done did. Shit, you feel me? Like I done You're did ready it. for that kind of. Yeah, bro. yeah. I be on it. You can't feel me. A lot of people need to understand when they come to LA. Don't think this is a joke. Yeah, this well, is also, it's Hollywood and all that. This but like, yo, man, it. leave your jewelry in the hotel room or just leave it at home. Like, you, there's no reason for you to move around with a hundred thousand dollars worth of and jewelry. If you're gonna do that, shit, bro, be safe. Be you know safe. Me? Get some security. So that right there was the late PNB Rock talking to Bootleg Kev. Um, it's a uh, sort of eerie to hear those words come from a man who lost his life in the manner in which he was describing. And, you know, this has been something that has been troubling me uh, since it was uh, first announced on TMZ that he had lost his life due to a robbery. And I thought, you know, who better to talk to about this than the man himself? So joining us today on this installment of One More Thing for the Black Information Network Daily Podcast is the host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Bootleg Kev Show, and the host of The Bootleg Kev Podcast. And of course, the gentleman you heard 
um, interviewing PNB Rock, we have with us Bootleg Kev. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Obviously, sad situation. You know, uh, he was a good guy. Um, I known him. I probably know PNB for probably about five years, five mm-hmm. six years, pretty much since I moved to LA. So you know, it's definitely a sad situation. Sure, sure. So, um, you know, for for those that don't know, uh, talk us through what happened. You know, with the uh, the robbery. I mean, I obviously wasn't there. From what I understand, um, he was um, on that side of town doing some business with a weed company, uh, getting his uh, strain together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was coming from that meeting. And then he went and got food. Uh, now, the area that the Roscoe's is in is the east side. It's... um. That's like the one Roscoe's nobody goes to because of where it is. Um, wow. It's like the worst. It's one of the worst areas in, you know, in, in Los Angeles. So uh, people who don't necessarily have any business being in that area, who aren't from there, who don't live over there, typically don't go to that Roscoe's. That's probably the one Roscoe's that nobody goes to. It's kind of like the stay away Roscoe's uh, like glasses. Malone is from that a- neighborhood. And he had explained it to me. He had actually mentioned it in a, in a song before um, that that Roscoe's is, is hot. It's like a bad Roscoe's to be at. So um, from what I understand, he went to eat with his girl, um, you know, and uh, made a bad decision to go to that specific location with all of his jewelry on with no security. Um, you know, in Los Angeles or anywhere right now, not even just L.A., but just anywhere right now, you know, uh, it's rough. But particularly in L.A., um, people are, you know, it's, it's not even rappers. It's anybody could have been in there with valuables on and they would have got got. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just think this should be like a lesson for anybody who comes to Los Angeles. Leave your jewelry at home. If you don't need to floss, if you don't like if you're not moving around with security, it's just not. Unfortunately, it's just not the place right now. You know, or earlier in the week, there was a, a situation where Sauce Waka almost got robbed and almost lost his life. Mm. Um, maybe four days earlier. Um, so it's definitely, um, no, in a wonderful place. Los Angeles is a great city. Um, but when you come out here, and, and the thing is, is like you saw in that clip, like PNB knew what it was out here. He's lived out here for a while. Um, for whatever reason, he had his guard down that day. Um, that's what makes that clip so eerie because we talked about it because we were like, dude, LA's hot right now. Like, yeah. Um, and you know, to to, I don't, I don't know. I, I like that's all I know. You know, I, I know that there's uh, reportedly they have great surveillance footage of whoever did it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they get caught. You know, um, because the way that went down was very, very inhumane. It was very bold it was very you know at a restaurant in front of families eating like it's crazy that that, that's that's how that went down because you know it's typically not the case when something like that happens it's not done in such a bold manner i'll say so sure sure yeah we had a conversation on uh, my radio show civic cypher um about that and you know my co-host q ward he actually viewed the I guess the cell phone footage of him kind of uh, yeah, struggling. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, uh, we, we kind of take turns watching um, videos like that because we don't want to ever become desensitized to harm against uh, black bodies. 
is how we say it. And uh, so it was his turn to kind of to jump on that grenade. And, and he described it as just very grisly and, and as you mentioned, very sad. Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about it, too, in that, you know, I guess in 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 recent times, there's been, I guess, more targeted robberies and it's a lot easier when people put their locations out there. So I know that there's been some sort of back and forth between, you know, Cardi B and uh, Nicki Minaj. I don't know if it's just kind of media sensationalizing, um, you know, their. Yeah, I mean, they ju- they have opposite perspectives sure. on the same subject. And I think it's the media that's trying to make it like a Cardi versus Nicki thing. But sure. And basically what it is, is that um, uh, Cardi B says that, uh, you know, it, it, it's just kind of wrong place, wrong time. And uh, Nicki Minaj says that it's a matter of, you know, I guess uh, P&B Rock's girlfriend dropping their location. And uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, perhaps the media is sensationalizing. But I think that there's two ways of looking at how people should move, even if you're not a famous, high profile individual. Yeah, the thing is, is that this is happening to everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're walking, you know, if you're eating uh, on Melrose and you have a, a, a Rolex on and someone who's eating there as well sees it and their homies are up the block. It, I mean, people are getting robbed every single day in LA. It is mm-hmm. rampant. So it it is very um you know, I think that the PPP EDD thing drying up out here has a lot to do with it because LA's EDD uh the unemployment sh- situation that transpired during uh COVID was very strong out here, very uh, uh generous out here and a lot of people were really eating like like they never ate before off of some of this EDD money out here. And once it dried up, like, I mean, I got a lot of my homies who are like, yo, man, people are hungry because they got a taste of what that money's like, like that real, like, you know, life-changing amount of bread. And then once that goes away, it's like, it just kind of intensifies what already was, you know, it's not like people weren't ever getting robbed in LA before. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It's just now, it's just like, it's just crazy. Like, uh, you know, Pop Smoke, accidentally posted his location and they killed him while he was in the shower. You yeah. Know? You know, and, 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 and you mentioned LA as well. Um, and I know that it's, it's going to be a long standing wound that uh Nipsey hustle was killed out there. So there's a lot of, a lot of the culture out there. Yeah. And that was also a very, a freak accident, not freak accident, but that was a freak situation. You know, that was not something in which that dude probably did not wake up that day it, with the intention of, Right. I think that, like you said, like at the end of the day, the Nipsey thing, I think the Nipsey thing is a little bit more of an isolated situation where it was just a bad, bad day. I mean, what happened was not anything anybody planned. I don't think that dude had planned on doing that that day. This just went left. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we lost, you know, one of the more prolific artists of our generation. And, um, you know, I, I do think Los Angeles is a place that is like anywhere else. Um, if you come out here and you move around flagrantly, like something might happen to you, you know, if you come out here and you move around graciously, if you're not flaunting jewelry, if you're just coming out here just to come out here, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. Like, I do feel like, though, people should not come out here with arrogance and think that they're better than, you know, somebody who's got $12 to their name and a gun. And, hey, you have a Rolex that's worth 
$7,000 on your wrist, like, listen, like, it don't matter who you are. And I just think that, you know, with anywhere, like, I've been going to Tijuana to get um dental work done recently. And, you know, people say all these bad things about Mexico. And I go move out there and I'm like, yo, this is, I don't have no problems. But I'm also not out there acting like, a, you know, I could trying to find trouble you know it's the same thing like if you come to if you come to la like yo you can come to la and have a great experience it's probably the greatest city in the country you know like but at the same time like you have to understand that there is a certain climate out here that you know you can't just come out here and let your guard down with a ton of valuables on your body so if you understand that when you come out here you'll be just fine like you can walk anywhere you know i'm not saying anywhere but um you know, for the most part, if you come to L.A. and you want to do the tourist thing, you'll be fine. But just don't come out here doing that while also thinking like, hey, I'm going to wear a $100,000 watch and everything's going to be OK. Sure. Um, and I think like going back to what you said about Cardi and Nikki, the whole I do think that it is a little harsh to blame uh, PMB's lady for what happened because she's going through a lot of trauma i'm sure she just witnessed the love of her life pass away the father to her son so i would probably align my uh thoughts with cardi on this one and uh say that i in that area all it took was somebody seeing him walk in mm-hmm. he was driving from what i understand he was driving a maybach um and it just takes somebody seeing a maybach pull in and be like yo or did this guy get out of his car it's a very small parking lot over there I mean, it, it, I don't think that somebody went through the trouble of following a girl and then putting two and two together that that girl was with PNB Rock and then saying, oh, I know where they are. I, I think it was more they were eating there and somebody saw he was outside with all that on with no security and someone probably gave somebody a tip. So, I mean, look, I think we're going to find out what happened because according to the LAPD, there's, I mean, amazing footage that hopefully will bring the perpetrator to justice, but, you know. Just be careful um, in in anywhere right now, to be honest, you know. So that's another thing, though, because you mentioned um, anywhere and. There is a lot of stories around the country um, going back the past few years. Um, you know, I mentioned Nipsey Hussle, and that's not necessarily a robbery, as you mentioned, it's sort of a freak accident. But a lot of people are using X, this. XXX Tentacion died. Right, in, right, right. There, there's a whole list. There's Broward County. He got robbed. They yeah, they robbed him. There's Juice World, Nipsey. Well, Juice World, Juice World died of an over, overdose. Right, right. But in the past three years, so basically what's happening is people are connecting sort of this violent, grim, um, die young sort of energy with hip hop. Um, Pop it's, Smoke, it's, FDG, we've never. Dub, I mean, listen, Yvonne, you know, Dolph. we've We've never seen this level of artists dying. Right. It seems strange, right? Because when, when like, we were growing up and, like, Tupac and Biggie died, it was like, Jesus. It was a huge moment, yeah, each one. And now I feel like, you know, we're losing artists, no matter how big or small, uh, at a high rate. And I think a lot of that is just, like, you know, unfortunately, I think that a lot of the rules of the streets that applied to the generation that maybe were running the streets when you and I were growing up are probably a little bit more gone. I think the internet has a lot to do with that. I think for, for whatever reason, 
you know, these younger kids that are, are, are doing their thing, man, they really, they're really desensitized to so much of this stuff. And I think that it, it could be the music, it could be just social media taking a toll on people. Um, but yeah, we've been losing artists at a very high rate. Um, and it's unfortunate. And I think that, you know, I think that artists need to make a conscious decision to speak out against that, you know, and I think Gucci Mane just did that. Gucci Mane just put a record out. Um, and Gucci's a guy who killed somebody who tried to come and kill him. One of Jeezy's guys. Um, but Gucci just put a record out a couple of months ago um, talking about, like, stop dishing your ops. Because there's this new culture of, like, op. They call it, like, op killing music. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a whole genre of hip-hop that is literally... It hinges on ops and killing your ops. You know, like, I just had little Zay Osama on from Chicago. He has a song called Of My Cousin. And it's literally about if my cousin's a part of the gang he's got a cousin who's in the ops and the whole song is about like if i see my cousin it's up even though he's my cousin and and like there's like a lot going on in jacksonville right now that's insane like you know uh obviously chicago but like all of this stuff that's happening in the streets in these cities is carrying over to the music which is carrying over to fans and i think like or consumers of the music and i think it's really desensitizing like the the trauma of like death in these situations yeah and i think it's making people like not value life like they should and i'm not saying that the music is bad because there's some great music coming out um in with all you know i think like the king von thing like the thing about king von dying was like these guys are not from the same city and they're killing each other now. Right. So it's like, you guys don't even have a real street beef. Like, this is all some rap shit. Like, NBA Youngboy and Lil Durk probably have the biggest beef in hip-hop since, I don't know, uh, trying to think of the last time we got some real back and forth, like, between, like, guys who were as big as them. Drake and Meek Mill, we'll say, right? Yeah. But, like, people have died in that beef. Quando mm -hmm. Rondo was a part of NBA Youngboy's team, and King Von was a part of Dirk's team, and King Von lost his life because they got into an altercation. And, you know, NBA Youngboy is making it a point. NBA Youngboy's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah. Not anywhere near Chicago. Chicago, yeah. These guys literally have a rap beef that has turned into a street beef. They're not from the same place. There's no way they could have a street beef. Doesn't make sense. Right. NBA Youngboy just announced his first tour ever, and it's it starts in Chicago. So it's like there's like a lot of going out of the way to troll people, a lot of going out of the way to disrespect people, and that has by the way this has nothing to do with what happened to PNB Rock, but I just mean in general, like you know, obviously um, we talked about all the rappers we've been losing. I just think that like today's climate. In hip hop, unfortunately, a lot of the music doesn't value life as much as it, you know, the, the, the losing the life part is more entertaining to fans. The talking about killing ops or, you know, and this all can wrap around to the discussion about what's going on with people using rap lyrics in cases. Because a lot of times these rappers are literally snitching on themselves. Yeah. And I don't think that 
that I'm glad that they're passing laws that that they can't use those lyrics. But like if like some of the cases, like there's literal rappers, like I'm sure there's gonna be some cases in the next like year, because I've heard songs where you'll hear somebody speaking about people who died and saying their names, and it's like Jesus, like you know, like oh, you know the the uh, smoking tuka was a. Uh, uh, that's still like a big um, refrain in a lot of the uh, music from Old Block in Chicago. Even the, um, you, you, you know, there's like a, I had this kid on a, a Young and Ace, who's from Jacksonville. And the Jacksonville beef right now is probably like, probably the most, I mean, it's a lot of people are talking about, it. it's like one of the more deadly things going on in rap. But, you know, they have a whole song remaking the White Chick song. Uh, the v- Vanessa Carlton song. Oh yeah, I know. But that. They're like, "Who I smoke?" Yeah, and it's like they're just listing a like list of people who are dead, yeah. and the song's called "Who I Smoke," and it's like, "Yo, come on, guys!" By the way, the song's a banger. Yeah, it's a great record. Great I didn't, music. I didn't realize they were talking about real people. Of course, Spinna Benz, who's on that song, is yeah. literally in court right now, and they're using rap lyrics against him. Wow. So it's like. I don't know what it is. Like, I think that like the internet really got a lot of these young kids fucked up. I think like, uh, just, you know, honestly, the pandemic really mentally scarred a lot of people. And I think it also like backfired on, I think the way that everybody handled the pandemic, I think has like backfired on society in a very gross manner. So, I mean, we're seeing that man, like when you just start printing money and handing it out to people and then they find loopholes to get, even more of that, like I had real close friends of mine making $250,000 in like three months off of unemployment, which is crazy, but there's, there's ways to do that. There was ways to do that. That's why it, it's, it's just the unfortunate um, string of events. And I think the climate of hip hop is in a toxic place. And I think that, you know, What's happening in L.A. doesn't have anything to do with that, per se, but it definitely has a lot to do with all the lives we're losing in hip hop um, at an alarming rate. What happened to P&B Rock, totally separate from that. um, I think what happened to P&B Rock is simply. He knew he's lived out here for a while, so he's he's a smart guy. He knew it. He said it in my interview. He said in an interview academics. He's a smart guy. P&B Rock is very street smart guy. So that's why his situation was very confusing to me because um, he knew better. And, you know, nobody is above the program. Nobody's above, like, a lot of people think that they're above this. And it's like, it don't matter who you are. You got to just be careful. You got to be cautious. You got to be very mindful of your surroundings. You got to be mindful of every little thing. Like, specifically, if you're going to be moving around L.A. with, a hundred thousand dollars around your neck like listen man you can't just flaunt that in front of strangers and then expect the best outcome you hope for the best outcome chances are nothing's going to happen to you right sure but wouldn't you rather you know move in a way in which you kind of protect yourself would you you'd rather be too cautious than and 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 not you know whatever hit of dopamine you get from wearing all that jewelry outside in front of people, like you'd rather sacrifice that than sacrifice your life, you know? So, you know, there's something that, um, 
So one of the things that we monitor here on this show is that, you know, we we focus on a lot of uh, political conversations that take place in the country. And um, for the most part, I tend to look at things on a systemic level, you know, um, because there are a lot of systemic issues that manifest themselves uh, on the streets or in the, in the real lives of people, um, black people in particular. Right. And, you know, when I'm looking at this, I think to your point, there's a degree of toxicity that, you know, as you mentioned, uh, some of the the artists are, are now kind of looking into that and, and making that central to the, what it is that they're sharing with their audiences. And, uh, you know, the hip hop community in general um, should be, in theory, doing the same thing, because there is something to be said about the violence that, um, as you mentioned, you know, some of the stuff is not even street, it's purely rap. Um, you know, the drug use, you know, you mentioned that um, Juice World died of an overdose. He's not the only one. Right. Uh, and, you know, all the rest of these deaths, they're, they're premature deaths. It's not like we, we hear of too many artists dying from, you know, high blood pressure or, you know, some sort of, you know, medical condition. Right. That's way less frequent. Most of the time it's because of, you know, drug use or more often violent street violence. And so um, I think to your point, the toxic culture is something that we really do need to begin to address in uh, in hip hop um, while, while still keeping an eye on things that are systemic and things that, you know, cause these conditions to be the sort of things that manifest themselves in lyrics in the first place, sort of like a, a cycle that we're caught in. So I'd like to know what you think, uh, our listener, and of course, uh, you're always welcome at this table. So if you have any thoughts, you know, you can reach out to me. I'm at Ramses Jaw on all social media. You can hit Blue Lake Kev, my uh, my lifelong best friend um, at Bootleg Kev on all social media as well um, and share your thoughts. And of course, uh, if you want to be featured on the show. Uh, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on, on the iHeartRadio app. Um, if you say something compelling that we can use on the program, we'll definitely use it and keep this conversation going. Um, but for now, uh, thank you very much, Kevin, for giving us a lot to think about. And thank you for listening. And until next time, y'all, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.